Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Had a great time with our guest host, Rich Fitzgerald, former Allegheny County Executive. Marty Griffin, by the way, is feeling much, much better, and hopefully if he gets the go sign, he'll be back with me on Monday. And uh, meanwhile, welcome to March. It is indeed, and uh, I'm I'm excited that Marty's coming back next week. Uh, You know, Talk, again, talk about a legend. I know he doesn't think it because he's in the middle of it, but, you know, what a great, great career he's had. And, you know, him and I, the same age, growing up together, probably both of us would say we pinch ourselves that we've been able to do what we've been able to do in the town that we love. And you guys have been friends for a long, long time. Long, long time, yes. They're just a great – none of the Griffin family, his sisters, his brother Chris, uh, they're just great, great people. Mom and dad who have, you know, unfortunately passed away, but uh, – you know, Rose and Marty Griffin were just just great, great people. Yeah, just. And I got uh, a special friend, a special surprise for you. Uh, my friend, comedian, broadcast legend, Jimmy Crenn, actor, writer, producer, just to name a few accoutrements. Jim, good morning. Hey, Larry, how you doing? Good, good. to hear Rich also. Uh, Rich is my buddy. We play uh, bocce ball, uh, Little Italy days. I'm the worst bocce player in the city, and Rich always tries to cheer me on. He always makes me feel good. Jim I'm, does I'm a great job. He, even though he's a North Catholic guy, we, we still we still let him in. And I think, you know, Jim, your old neighborhood is the hottest neighborhood in uh, the region right now, Strip District. So, uh, you know, we'll get you back in uh, in that neighborhood. I love my script this year. It's a, you ain't lying, but that, that's home for me all the way. And I love this city. It's like you said, uh, like you and Marty said, you pinch myself uh, being able to live here my entire uh, career, people backing me like that my entire career. So it is uh, it is a blessing, isn't it? It's amazing. And is, is your performance tonight where, where you know, they're lining up to, to, to see you perform, uh, the, uh, the talented Jim Cren. Uh, what are you going to be doing tonight? You know, it's funny, Rich. All comedians – want to be singers. All singers want to be comedians. And John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd proved that comedians can be sort of singers. Come on, briefcase full of blues, blues brothers. It's amazing, right? Belushi and Aykroyd. And the Belushi and Aykroyd, we want to be at Pittsburgh. is me and Larry Richards. So Larry and I are going to be doing the Blues Brothers tonight at the Oaks for the Food Bank, 7.30 show. We still have a few tickets available for walk-up. So come on out tonight. Catch us with a briefcase full of blues. And we're going to be singing a few other songs also. So it's going to be a night of a, a variety show, actually. Right? Lyra's going to be uh, juggling. we got mimes. We've we even got a saw player. 
yeah, we have a, a woman that plays the saw, Rich. It's plays the saw, saw like a tree saw. You have the chainsaw right. and the saw. You got back it's, to it's, back. <laughs> That's right. Uh, which he, one's Ackroyd and which one's Belushi? I'm, I'm trying to figure that one out. I, I'm Ackroyd. He's Belushi okay. for that, but he's also gonna uh, sing with Mark Eddy. Take a walk on the south side, and and Jim, this is really critical. We found out this morning that yeah. Rich got a call up from his mom because the bishops have in mass where his parents live and they need an altar boy and Rich is going to be that guy for the first time in over four decades. I understand, Jim, you have a special prayer that, that you've given that, that you can give to me that I can you know, pass along at the uh, mass Sunday morning. I am a veteran altar boy. And when I started as an altar boy at St. Patrick's, we had to do a Latin prayer with the priest like a few lines back and forth. Like it was only six lines, but I didn't know the prayer. It was in Latin. I was only like nine or 10. So what I would do is every week I would make up the prayer. I would just kneel there and a priest would do his part. And I'd be like, and it would work. I got away with it. So I learned the prayer. And I told him how you got stuck. Your buddy, Kenny Oldensky reeled you ended to be an altar boy. And you didn't get far enough to understand the Latin prayer. <laughs> so you imagine Rich? No, Rich, do you got an all star. Father wear Jim, Father Cren. He could. He didn't go on into the seminary. He he decided to go a different path. It was one of the two, Rich. And <laughs> exactly. obviously, well, we're looking <laughs> looking forward to the show tonight. Appreciate your generous support for the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, Jimmy. Thank you. And uh, if you want to, I'll connect you and Rich so you can bring him up to speed on everything he needs to know <laughs> to be an alder boy. I got your back, Rich. All I way, appreciate brother. it, Jim. Practice that bocce now. Get ready. You know, in a few more months, we're going to be we're we'll be at be it ready, again. Bud. Larry always beats us. I can't wait. Jim Crenn tonight at the Oaks Theater. Go to oakstheater.com for tickets or just come out. It's going to be nice and warm near 60 today. And Oakmont is one of those communities, Rich. It's like a Norman Rockwell painting. Just a great little community. It really is. And, you know, they've got, you know, obviously, you know, the the upper and lower with Allegheny Avenue and with Oakmont Bakery and Hofstadt's and some of the great facilities that they have here. And, you know, the the, the big deal a couple of years ago was the reopening of the Halton Bridge, which is so iconic. And um, it is a great community. They have great street festival every summer that's I used to, you know, go to in my former job and uh, love that community. And when you, you mentioned the Halton, there used to be one of those old-fashioned, uh, instead of a bridge there, they had a ferry. Yes, yes. Yeah, for a little history of the region. It's kind of cool. Uh, check it out. And when we come back, we're going to ask Rich a really important subject about the energy in this region, and especially in your new role with 10 counties weighing in, how important that is to our future. Big K Morning Show, Larry Richard with Rich Fitzgerald. Rich, a really important subject that seems to be up in the air is our energy future here in southwestern Pennsylvania. So many people are familiar with the word Marcellus Shale, and we've seen this plant you know, come out of the ground. How many billion dollar plant? Oh, it started, I think, about six or seven, and it's gone above $10 billion of uh, construction work that put so many people to work for almost a decade. Yeah, drew uh, workers from all surrounding states and beyond and was supposed to be one of the economic engines. But some of that, in terms of extracting it, is in doubt now. 
Well, I think we are an energy capital of the world, and I think we will continue to be, not just with natural gas, but with nuclear, and actually with the, you want to call it the greening of energy across the country and across the world. The decarbonization market is going to be, as Secretary Granholm indicated, a $20 trillion market over the next 10 years as industries from steel to cement to glass to aviation all look to decarbonize. And what Pittsburgh has been with CMU and Pitt and many of our institutions has been a leader in, in, in doing that. And in fact, one of the things that the SPC uh, that, that, that I work for now is going after over $100 million worth of federal grants uh, that we anticipate getting in about 90 different organizations around the region are, are doing that. And we're, we're kind of coordinating, coordinating that. It's going to put a lot of people to work over the next couple of decades. And I think this region is poised, not just with natural gas, which is obviously important, but with many of our other sources of energy. And one of those is hydrogen. Absolutely. Yes. Now we missed out on the big plant in the borders of Pennsylvania, but nearby south, and you say we will get some benefit here. I believe so. The the Appalachian Regional Council, the ARC as, as it's known, is something that we, again, southwestern Pennsylvania, worked with our friends in West Virginia and Ohio and Kentucky. Uh, Secretary, uh, Senator Manchin certainly did a good job in getting a lot of the hydrogen work uh, into West Virginia, but I do think a lot of it is going to also be part of Fayette County and Greene County, as those folks have been, you know, energy capitals uh, in coal and gas, and will continue to be as hydrogen becomes more and more prevalent in transportation and in manufacturing, and then again, as the world is looking to decarbonize over these climate uh, pollution reduction grants that the federal government is getting out. And again, we, we hope to get over $100 million uh, worth of those grants as we as we compete with the rest of the world. That said, uh, you know, you go through 12 years, the highs and lows of running this county, such an important county. And I know it shocked you. I, I could sense that. It shocked us that the number of jobs that have left, because it seemed like we were making such great progress. And what what's happened to the people that are leaving that we thought we had turned the corner on drawing people in well the the jobs are there it's a matter of filling them with with people and 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 getting the skills into young people as they graduate from uh, from school, regardless of whatever school they're graduating in, to get into the industries that we have. It is a national challenge, but it's also a challenge here in this region. Um, we, we do have a growing young population, uh, which I'm excited about, you know, around technology and around ar- artificial intelligence and uh, life sciences, et cetera. And we just, we need to continue to add people and keep our young people here. And because of the jobs and opportunities, the quality of life, the cost of, of living here in, in this region is competitive. So I'm optimistic about where we're going to be, but we've got to make sure that we you know, pull all the partners together, uh, pro- public and private sector, our universities, our, our, our philanthropic community, and you know, do the things we know how to do in Pittsburgh, and let's get to work. Well, oddly enough, after being Allegheny County Executive in your new role, it's actually an expansion of trying to do all that in a collective effort of 10 counties. It is. And, and you know, we, we have a, a, a one of the things I say about Pittsburgh and 
you know, some of these counties, you know, are, are politically speaking are a little redder than what, what Pittsburgh and Allegheny County would be considered blue. But when it comes to working together for jobs and for our families and for the future, we've always been able to pull together. And I think that's something we will continue to do. And as I said earlier in the show, you know, we had 23 of the 29 elected officials in this region uh, from the county commissioners to the county executive and the mayor of Pittsburgh coming t- together to work on some of these collective things, including energy, as you, as you talked about, uh, these grants that we're, we're all going after. And we're going, the, going after them into Washington, D.C. as a community, not as the city versus the suburbs or the city versus uh, the, the, the rural communities. We're all doing it together. Yeah, so for you, the the lines, the border lines of the county are off. You you got this collective group that can be quite a force. Absolutely, and 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 you know we have a lot of uh, clout, uh, and quite frankly, we're going to have a lot more clout this year because as we talked earlier, Western Pennsylvania, when it comes to presidential politics, is always front and center. So to leverage that to be able to get some of the resources that uh, people are going to want going to want to shower. A favor on Western Pennsylvania, we need to take advantage of that. Rich Fitzgerald, some final thoughts coming up. I want you, Rich, whatever you wanted to set the record straight on, maybe, or bring up, we'll have an opportunity to do that next on the Big K Morning Show. Get ready for the weekend. Don't forget, 3 o'clock today, we begin our coverage of championship basketball. High school basketball lives here, and we're really proud of our team that covers and brings you the action. So, Check it out all weekend. We're going to be doing a lot of championship basketball for high schools around the region. And some final thoughts with former Allegheny County Executive Rich Fitzgerald. Now with the SPC, which is Southwestern Pennsylvania Commission, 10 counties. And you're excited about this job, I can tell. So you you get to utilize the skills and all the I guess all the work that you've done as executive, you could utilize in some way in working with 10 different counties. In some ways, yes. And and, and again, I was on this commission uh, for, for 12 years as county executive, so I've gotten to know these county commissioners and they're hardworking and, and trying to make things better in, in their community. And I will pitch one other thing I think I might have mentioned earlier, that the Professional Women's Hockey League is going to host the first professional game in Pittsburgh at PPG Paints Arena on March the 17th, on St. Patrick's Day at 1230 before a Penguins game. And I know Kevin Acklin, president of Penguins, uh, did an interview a while back trying to get a women's uh, franchise here in in Pittsburgh. And I think that would be fantastic. I, I used to tell the story, and I'll still tell it, you know, 80 years ago when there was a professional football team, or 90 years ago now, uh, being born here, it was going to be called the Steelers because that's what we were about. I would like to say the next professional team we get is going to be called the Robots because we become the robotic capital of the world, uh, and and I think that's the you know kind of the next generation of what we are. Uh, this is a special place. Uh, some of the things we do. The other thing I will say is uh, we we're talking about Oakmont a lot today, and uh, my son Tanner uh, married an Oakmont girl, Maddie Saxon, Beth and George Saxon, uh, who opened a place in in Shady Side, Georgie's place. Uh, Oakmont people. So the connections we have in this community, as Larry and I talked about, one degree of separation. We all know each other. We all kind of grew up together. And, you know, as Colin and I were talking even off air, you know, the connections we all have through sports and through other activities. Uh, we're a big family here in, in southwestern Pennsylvania. And uh, it's a special place. 
anything you would do different looking back? I mean, such a long history. But still, I mean, do you think, ah, I should have done this or should have done that? You know, I, 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 I don't spend a lot of time, you know, doing that. I, I, I try to look forward. I, I just been, I feel very blessed to have, number one, grown up in this community. Um, you know, we certainly went through some very, very tough times in the 80s when, when our manufacturing went away and so many Pittsburghers had to move away. And, uh, you know, to see it become... Uh, a, a rejuvenation, a rebirth of, of what's going on in certain neighborhoods like like the neighborhood I grew up in, in Garfield, uh, to see some of the things that are happening along Penn Avenue and, and in Lawrenceville. And, and I don't know. I, I think our best days are ahead of us. Um, you know, we're going through transition right now, a new generation of leadership coming in, uh, people like Connie Executive uh, on, in Murata coming in. Uh, the, the Bill Hillgrove moving on, you know, some of the, the, the things that are happening, we're, we're, we're a time of transition, but I'm optimistic about where this region is going because I think we've got some young, talented people who are ready to take the reins. Your advice to Sarah Inamorata, no doubt you've had those conversations. Billion-dollar budget, really critical. Every move you make is analyzed and criticized. What did you tell her? I'll keep some of those things private, to be honest with you. Um, I, I like what, what I think she's doing. I think it's moving in, in, in a good direction. And uh, she's putting a team together that's going to continue to move this region forward and um, uh, look forward to uh, you know some of the things that are going to be happening in the future. And you mentioned something uh, I, I want to share also. is It's happening this month. There's, there's a real effort to bring a women's hockey team to Pittsburgh. It's, it would be great. And you think about the, the, the great tradition that this place has had going back to the Hornets days and obviously what the Penguins have been able to do with the, the Stanley Cup championships. They've had uh, great hockey traditions like Robert Morris University. Glad to see they're uh, moving forward and, and even talking about building a, a, an arena for their their great program. So uh, I, I think we're, we could be poised to have uh, either a WNBA team or a women's professional hockey league here in Pittsburgh, we we have certainly the the men's sports that have that have done well, and it might be time for whether it's women's soccer, women's basketball, or women's hockey to to plant their flag here in southwestern Pennsylvania. Think about it, Rich. When we were kids on the North Shore, there was Three River Stadium, this cement donut on a giant asphalt plain, and a sea of asphalt. You're and, right. And the yeah. development that they had hoped to bring with the building of Three Rivers never really happen even though both teams use the same facility but now look at that north shore in the announcements just this week of further expansion including lucas pyatt's esplanade it's incredible i guess i will i will tell a story when you get old and been around you tell stories but if you remember when the north shore connector was being built that 500 million dollar infrastructure investment was very controversial at the time <laughs> a lot of people called it the big dig the big waste you know whatever you want to call it and when I took office in, in early 2012 was right before we cut the ribbon on the first ride. And as county executive, I invited everybody from the governor to the former governor to the former county executive to the mayor of the city of Pittsburgh. One person showed up that was willing to take that ride, and it was Congressman Mike Doyle. And I said, <laughs> Mike, thank goodness you're here. He said, you know what? Everyone else was controversial. I fought for that money for Pittsburgh so much. I was going to take that first ride. And he did. And now, obviously, the North Shore Connector, we've seen what it's done for, for the development, as you as you mentioned, between the PNC Park and Arkham Shore Stadium and the Science Center, et cetera. 
the casino, it's really taken off. But when you think about some of the things that we've looked at over the past that were people were against, they were controversial. Are we going to make that investment? Are we going to make that, that change? And that turned out to be one of those things. And I think our airport and the BRT, the bus rapid transit, are a couple things that are going to be opening up in the next couple of years, major investments that will continue to make this place better. Rich Fitzgerald, appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Good to be with you, Larry. With Keep moving kids. on. And Marty, welcome back next week. We can't wait to hear your voice. One grandchild, another on the way. With eight kids, I'm thinking two, three years, you're going to have so many kids, you'll be busy, man, anyways. Appreciate it. Thanks. Coming up, 10 until 2. Then at 3 o'clock, we've got high school championship basketball. Colin Dunlap is here. It was nice to see Rich Fitzgerald, he seems relaxed. Would you agree? Yeah, you know, I heard when I was driving in today when he said, you know, I'm not complaining about this, but it's nice that if there's an incident or it's nice if there's something or some big thing that happens that it's like I don't get a call in the middle of the night that is not my thing anymore. And so there is that you're in such a pressure cooker for – that those terms and we, again he had term limits so he knew like he explained where it was there was going to be a an end date to all of it but you're so wrapped up and so wrapped tight for that span of time and he signed up for it you know right but then for the decompression he just he seemed much more relaxed than he seemed he's always a good guy but he seemed much more like at ease today I, I would agree it was good to see him that way and sounds like you know, he can utilize his experience in doing what he's doing now without the full court press. Right. Did you think now, did you, did you sense the same from Dan Honorado in the past? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Dan was so close to being governor. And then when he didn't get that election win and he had an opportunity to step out of that arena. Yeah. I, when I see Dan Honorado, he seems, very relaxed and comfortable. It's a lot, and especially in the day and age, that's increased exponentially with social media. Right. And the, you know, the trolls that are out there. Well, the gotcha crowd, too. Right. Somebody Constantly. always looking for you to do something. have a misstep, even the smallest thing. Even in a situation where you post or say something about somebody and it's not really what was going on or, you know, the truth is often twisted. You can have politics. No thanks. You don't want to run? No, I wouldn't. Mayor of I, Sharpsburg. I, no, no, I wouldn't. Want, I wouldn't want to be the mayor of my house. <laughs> There's too, it's just too much. I wouldn't want to be the mayor of a one-person town. So, what are you doing this weekend? You got twins. I'm going to. Well, tonight's free. My my daughter's so into theater. She's going to NA's musical tonight. And Mars is tomorrow. I'm taking her to Mars is tomorrow. I'm glad you brought that up. It is. High school musical season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you cannot believe, if you haven't been, or if you've never been, the level of talent and production that these high schools put into these shows. She's going to have a vote for the, uh, what are those awards? Um, the uh, Gene Kelly Awards or yeah. whatever. I think she may have a vote this year, because I think she's going to every single musical in Western Pennsylvania this year. Uh, but no, she's going to NA's tonight with a couple friends of hers, and then she we're going to, she's drag not dragging me, I want to go. To Mars is tomorrow. We're going to have a little lunch. Then we're going to go to that. And then Sunday, our typical watch the NASCAR race as a family. 
I think I'm going to go to the women's Duquesne basketball game at 2 tomorrow. Put up your Dukes. Can I give a shout-out that you say that? Yeah. You know who doesn't get enough credit in this town that might be one of the nicest guys and also a great coach? Coach Burt. Dan Burt. Dan Burt's a super guy and a great coach. And they are undefeated, right? I think in the conference. No, I think they just lost uh, the other night in the conference. First one. Yeah. He's a great coach and a really good man. Yeah, they're going to do well. Uh, it was fun. I watched one game. It's highly competitive, entertaining. And that they did it absolutely right with how they did the Cooper Center. It's a perfect college basketball venue for the, that size of school. And you look across the street, they have their new medical college, and they're still under construction, these new dorms that look like high-end apartments. I mean, that Duquesne has changed, too. Oh, absolutely. Maybe you should think of a second career as a – as a doctor, Dr. Richard. <laughs> I don't want to see anyone's parts at any point. I mean, he could be an elbow <laughs> doctor or something. <laughs> you always wonder, though, why doctors choose certain there we go. specialties. We'll leave Happy it at weekend. That. All right, Colin Dunlap, 10 to 2. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.